also a, I'm also a Gryffindor. And a, <laughs> you are a Gryffindor. And well, of course. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I am? Mm, Slytherin. Yeah. 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 I feel like there are people a who are Slytherin. <laughs> I feel like people who are Slytherin really own that. Like, yeah. I don't know a group that loves being Slytherin the way that, like, like people who are Slytherin are so happy about yeah. it. Yeah, that's the only result that I could have gotten where I was like, oh my god, I'm complicated as fuck. <laughs> You're a wow. Slytherin because you convinced people that you threw up at Smorgasbord because you were anxious. You were anxious. <laughs> I always showed up for myself. <laughs> when I was a really drug, I showed yeah. up for myself. Yeah. Whereas the Hufflepuff in me would uh, convince people that I threw up because I ate mango too fast. <laughs> that is what happened. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome a boys club this is our podcast about boys and about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey i wasn't me neither welcome to the club boys grab a bagel what do boys eat i like what do boys eat okay i already see a boys club right now is that yeti water bottle Dawn till dusk water well is what that's called. Have you read Cheryl Strait's Wild? I am familiar with it. This is what she would drink in the middle of the... Reese Witherspoon? PCT, yes. Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon quitting heroin and men to get over her dead mom hikes the PCT for like miles and miles. And then at the end is like, I'm actually okay. I'm actually (laughs) fine. I want you to do movie synopsis. On, on Wikipedia, Reese Witherspoon climbs a mountain to get away from heroin and men to get over her dead mother. <laughs> and you know what? It and works. that is the movie. Yes. That is the movie. But what I just realized is there's a, a piece of paper floating in it. No. And that's what people mean when they say they clean your water No, off. Connor, it's laminated, I bet. I know, but like honestly. It's like, like the how to with the water bottle. There are so many people in this Can world drinking it? water from all sorts of crazy places, and like this it's is the least of our worst. It's heavy, right? I can't believe you've been drinking <laughs> it. <laughs> this looking Everyone is obsessed with telling me to clean things, it's to clean my sheets when they're by them. I actually have to take a picture of that. I was not supposed to speak, but I can't remain <laughs> <in> silent. <laughs> And I hate to talk big tech, but I want to give a shout out to Apple for giving me the camera to really capture that picture. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. But this is my boys club. It's a Yeti Rambler 46 ounce bottle. How much did that cost if you don't mind me asking? It was actually a gift. Okay. And I hate when they brand water bottles. I have no opinion on it. Thank you for the water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, okay, so I was, I started drinking water. I yesterday and I felt incredible ever since <laughs> two days ago I felt hungover but I've been sober for six and a half years almost seven so I was like but it was distinctly reminded me of being in college and being like I'm an acting major and I'm really on edge because I'm hungover all the time and it like felt like that and then I was like maybe I just dehydrated and then I was like oh every time I was hungover that actually was literally dehydration and I just needed to drink water and maybe I'm not even an alcoholic maybe I was just dehydrated is <laughs> what I've realized I punched a cop dehydrated. True. The solid core logo actually is nice, though. It's very sleek. It's pretty. It's like silver. It's sleek. It blends in. I like the color of the water bottle. Thank you. Water is like my new thing (laughs) since yesterday. That's amazing. It's not in my You know what else is? Is is damp paper. (laughs) Soggy, soggy instruction manuals. Stop drinking it. (laughs) There's two two in there. 
I think you should pour it out and maybe take that out of there. Nigo, everyone wants to tell me how to live my life. Everyone's like, you have to bottom. You have to drink it. <laughs> like, let me be me. Let me do me. Okay. No, but it's not. I think the addict in me is like, we're not going to drink one glass of water. We're not going to do like one thing. We're going to drink 46 ounces three times a day. Mm-hmm. It's like zero to 100. And well, that's me with the seltzer waters. Yeah, but you, wait, that is hydrating though. Yeah, they are hydrating. It's, but I was, Maddie sent me this TikTok that was like, um, basically there's like a, a pattern uh, or like a, a lot of like uh, addicts who are in recovery drink seltzer water because it's like it gives you a pop yeah it gives you a pop it, I mean the same reason I like it it has like a zip to it and it's like yes. the whole fixation of having something to drink but it's not yes. it's just water I do have I mean I have like a history of alcoholism in my family so I don't know if like genetic you do? yeah you've waited this long to say it well I'm definitely genetically predisposed on both sides of my family okay grandparents? Mm-hmm. well actually one side grandparents, yes. The other side, no. But their parents, yes. Are they sober? Nobody in my family is sober. Oh, lit. Yeah. Nobody in my <laughs> family is sober. Um, but certainly the relationship to alcohol, especially my dad's side of the family, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my grandparents on that side are like, have been, never drank, like been sober their whole life because both of their parents were alcoholics. Um, to a degree that it like made them like hate alcohol. And yeah. that is like... Created quite a bit of shame around drinking in my extended family on that side, I feel like. Like, we were at these weddings this summer, and everybody was, like, sneaking drinks because my grandparents were there, and I was like, this is crazy. Like, we're all 21. Wait, <laughs> it's I was obsessed with that. That sounds so beautiful. Really? Yes. To have that damage of a relationship with alcohol that you feel shame about it? I don't, yeah. Because I feel like growing up, no one was an alcoholic. But, like, we'd hear stories about, like, my great-grandfather gambling away his paycheck at the bar and then passing out and peeing himself mm-hmm. and then my dad would go and carry him home this man that had just gambled away his small there's a fly his small paycheck yeah and they, but there was like so actually now that i'm saying it out loud i guess my neither of my parents really drank very much but there really wasn't shame around it but then when i was an alcoholic it was like oh this is the first alcoholic in our family and it was like am i making waves making waves <laughs> it's like i'm the first Sober beach. Yeah. I don't know, the first alcoholic. But I wonder if you would like seltzer. My dad. No, you. Oh, no, I do like seltzer. Yeah. I, yeah, it's grown on me. It does give you a little, like, pop. It's fun. And it does it's it, like, like, zip. Diet Coke will eat your insides. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I couldn't have that many Diet Cokes because I think mm-hmm. I'd get sick of the taste after a while, but I can have seltzer water all day long. Um, okay, my voice club this week is, so, like we were saying earlier, yesterday, our guest and I were at this, um, indie concert at purgatory to see our friend and the band before that there was this girl who was like the lead singer of her band and she was like introducing her band and she was like this is the bass player so and so and this is um this is like the key on the keys and then she was like and then i'm guitar that's my boyfriend (laughs) it was just so funny like that's the dream so i was like like slightly unprofessional but like kind of kind of campy to be like and that's my boyfriend and then he was like you know when you're like there's, like, all these, like, memes and, like, Twitter, like, shit about, like, oh, like, the Bushwick male manipulator kind of vibe. Yeah. And you're, like, oh, yeah, like, haha. And then, like, you see somebody in person, you're, like, oh, I forget that's based on, like, a real-ass person. And, like, real people look like that. Because he had, like, a little earring, and he wore this, like, bright neon shirt that had, like, a busty woman on the back that said, like, ass-getters or something. And I was, like, bro, oh you are God. not being satirical with that. What's fascinating is people sometimes are, like, don't date a comedian. Now, no one told you that, and I think that's good because <laughs> But, like, not only is she dating a musician, she's in a band with I him. know. I was, like, that could get dicey. Yeah. I mean, the Beatles. 
It ended the Beatles. What? Was Yoko Ono in the Beatles? Wait, good boy. No, John and Paul were dating each other. Wait, that's true, right? No, that's right. <laughs> no, sorry, was gay. Maybe the manager was gay. I'm obsessed with Googling historical people and then this person, <laughs> gay. And then it'll just tell you about all their, the, the gay people in their life. Wait, that was one of my favorite little under, like, the radar jokes in the Bros movie was that they were, like, trying to prove whether or not Lincoln was gay. <laughs> Yes, and he, he absolutely probably was. was queer. Um, but anyway, my boys club was that I saw that guy and I was like, and it was like, whoa. Did she say it? And he was like, that, yeah, babe, that's my girl. Uh, I don't know, but she also during the middle of her set, she started and like it, the tempo was too fast on the drums. So she like stopped it and was like, it's too fast. I can't fit, fit all my words in that. And then she's like, okay, we're going to start again. It was like, we were all like, oh my God. It's giving middle school choir. Yeah, she was like, when we stopped and girl we boss started. mode. I respect that. She also like, I did not know how to place her. She was wearing like an NBA jersey, all-star jersey, really short shorts, and then like tall boots. And I was like, you don't look like you fit in this scene necessarily. Did they have sexual chemistry? Um, off stage, they were canoodling quite a bit. Wait, this is gross. Okay, on Big Little Lies, there's this one line where I think like a therapist says about Reese Witherspoon and whoever plays her husband, who's also an actor who's famous, but Reese Witherspoon really. And she's like, oftentimes I try to picture couples having sex, and with those two, I just couldn't see it. Uh-huh. So now that they, now I'm like, okay, could you picture these people having sex? Well, this was the energy, and I told Freddie and Jesse and he said Maddie this that I was like. When you see them, you're like, they fight explosively once a week at the minimum. Oh. <laughs> like, they have, a, like, an energy to them that neither of them has a grasp on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is electric in every possible direction, and they are yes. holding on for dear life. White-knuckling the energy in the relationship. <laughs> Why am I jealous of that? That sounds no. incredible. It was a perfect hey, read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, this is, that's giving Law & Order SVU. Law & Order SVU. Wait, another voice like club. That. Speaking of, their two newest episodes they're doing, one is based off the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, and one is based off the subway shooting. Wait, wait, that's too soon. That's so crazy. One, two, yeah, it's too soon. And then also, wait, I have actually a lot of thoughts about this. Okay, first off, that's too soon. Also, they had an episode last season that I just watched because I'm behind, and no help <laughs> You keep up. <laughs> with an actor, like, it was, like, about a, it was about an explosive relationship okay. between two pop stars, and one is some girl, and then the other is named Austin Boyer, oh. and it looks like Austin Butler, right. and then it was like, is he abusive? Is Austin Butler abusive? I don't know. Did, who, I don't think anyone's saying that. I don't know. I don't know enough about him other than that he's Elvis now. I just feel like if they're gonna make a move, if they're gonna make it Austin Boyer, and he's not an abusive guy, why did you just you could have picked any other name, and he looks exactly like also, him. Also, like, are you guys so strapped for story ideas that you're going turn into real life? No, their sh- their show is so bad. They're, so the the season premiere of Organized Crime and SVU, it was like. You had to watch all of them because they were, like, connected. And it was, like, there would be this thing that pops up. It's, okay, so to continue this, now go watch episode one of Organized Crime, which would be, like, Boys Club if we did punchlines and then last drop. Or, no, we did setups and then last drop they'd give the punchlines. <laughs> it's, like, you have to go to this other place. That's so funny. Yeah. It's, like, hey, you got to have a footnote, but actually you have to fully go to a different episode. I think they are holding on for dear life, and it's, like, it's okay to just stop doing it. It's okay to, to, it's okay to go home. Mariska, you're set. Gold. Uh, handcuffs. Yeah. Handcuffs. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think it's a good time to bring our guest in. 
Speaking of handcuffs. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> our guest today is an incredible stand-up comedian and writer. They are a featured uh, contributor for Reductress, and they host a monthly show called America's Next Top Bottoms, which is really fucking great. Obscene. Uh, Boys... Give a warm welcome to Freddie Chanel. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Fred. It was so hard to stay silent for all of that because it was great <laughs> I, commentary. <laughs> thank you. Um, did, yeah, you, you saw the, the electric couple. I did, and I will say that the second you and Maddie said, like, your interpretation that they have explosive fights once a week, I was like, oh, my God, you are <laughs> so right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful clothes on my phone, I just realized. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, now we record on the phone because one time oh. we had an experience. Where the, the the laptop died. Oh no. Um, have you seen any of this stuff about SVU and all the new? Uh, I saw like I saw a commercial for it. I have never really watched a lot of SVU. I feel yeah. like I was a big NCIS kid. Ah. Uh, Wait, I'm kind of jealous. There's 24 seasons for you to get into. <laughs> Wait, okay. we'll never see you again. Uh, what's the Miami one? CSI Miami. I used to watch that. Yeah. One. For some reason, I thought all of the other ones were too inappropriate, but NCIS was right up my alley, which is obviously not true. Like, totally. they're all equally gory and right. bad. But. NCIS did have, like, a... Like, my grandparents watched that one. Yeah. It was, like, that was, like, the family... It was, like, Mark Harmon, I think, or... Is that, like, guy yeah. with the gray hair? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, like... I love SVU. I would watch marathons growing up. They, it used to be, like, very episodic, right. whereas now it's like, no, we need to know more about the detective. We need to know about her abusive marriage and her her addiction. And it's I like, don't I don't want that. to. That is what I happens when you crime. get to, like, 24 seasons of anything, though. You're like, who much. can we explore like, instead? Who is Olivia Benson? I just want to know her <laughs> at work. Show me her at work. Yeah. And then she leaves yeah. and we don't see it. That's Women famously want. only exist inside the sphere of career. <laughs> <laughs> and that's progressive. Yeah. It's beautiful. a working woman. Yeah. That is so true, though. They have got into more of like a there's a series arc and it's like we don't need that yeah we don't at all need that unless it's organized crime and it's like gonna be like about the crime ring mm-hmm. that they're like unpacking the over the time yeah. of the yeah. season but like I did prefer it when it was like open and shut I wonder first what... half of the episode is the police second half is the attorneys that's it yes. like it needs that's to be beautiful. so formulaic yes know? and that's what it used to be yeah back in my day mm, yeah I like the old ones I know. No, I do too. I used to watch it with my grandpa all the time. Yeah, SVU just isn't what what it used to be. You know, it's really now it's about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. (laughs) I agree. That is way too soon. Crazy. Well, I saw this article that was like. they're recycling real sorry I say I saw this article I saw a headline on Twitter and I was like <laughs> hell yeah um, I'm about to quote this on a podcast as a source um, oh, trust um, us. we tell the boys all the time don't listen to anything we have to say yeah this is about to be a lie Fact but I saw <laughs> this article on CNN and um, no about like how the cycle of news to like television has become so much shorter because they're like worried about catching people's attention spans mm. so things like that um, that series on Hulu about like the girl that encourage that like young boy to kill himself yeah that also was like super recent like things yeah. have really been turning around in a crazy way yeah. that reminds me of my dad who told me that one time we recorded the podcast a bunch at one time and then released them slowly and he's like it's really hard to listen to your podcast when i can tell that it was three months old <laughs> so now we're uh, doing really quick turnaround and uh right. Right. With the boys. This will be out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> really You're already it. listening, boys. <laughs> it is fall. Let me know what I say next. <laughs> uh, that that story is wild. I feel like that everyone like yeah. that's such a wild story. Oh, the suicide one. Yeah. 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 That I saw a documentary about it that was like two episodes, and one was like 
basically being like she sucks in the other episode was like maybe she doesn't and it was supposed to like kind of like play with your and that's both sides of the argument yeah that's <laughs> but it was like trying to like play with like what side are you on kind mm. of which was interesting and know. then for other crimes it did take 40 years for us to get exactly like, but once we got a documentary we have 10 yeah. and that's why there's nine like a million things about Dahmer on right yeah. now yeah like a million there's Matt, so many so many Maddie and Jen were saying that apparently the new Marilyn Monroe documentary so is supposed bad. to be really bad and like really sad well I don't know if it's I think the doc, there's like a documentary and a, a fictional film and the they documentary they have been in together yeah. yeah it's like the remember they used to come out with like two interpretations of snow White at the same time. Yeah, they've done that, but with like real people yeah. and tragedy. Remember in two thousand four and two thousand three when they came out with Chasing Liberty and First Daughter. Chasing Liberty was Mandy Moore and First Daughter was Katie Holmes, and they were both just wow. like the hot bush twin being crazy. Damn. But they were like the same movie at the same time, and they were just competing with each other. And in like two thousand like thirteen or fourteen, they had No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits yeah. in the same summer. Yes. Oh, and then they had wow. Why do we all know that? we all have a pair? And it says a lot about us. Which <laughs> they had Snow White and the Huntsman, and that other like Lily Collins Snow White interpretation. Yeah. Like, Maleficent. Right is Maleficent related to this at all? I don't no, you're think literally so. right. Same <laughs> that I said that. It was around that. Like there was one shortly after. They were yeah. on a Snow White kick for a second. Because Angelina yeah. Jolie wanted her kids to be able to see something that she was in. Oh, Maleficent was oh, kind of a spooky ass movie though. Oh yeah, and they had Angelina Jolie's daughter be in one of the scenes because she was the only one that wasn't afraid of her, which I thought was really sweet. <laughs> I was afraid. My memory, my sense memory of that movie is a stomachache. We were I nineteen. I <laughs> I've never heard someone say sense memory like that. My sense memory, okay, sometimes I'll smell a perfume and I'll be like, someone was wearing that when I saw The Notebook in 2004. That's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like your sense of smell is so close to your memory portion of your brain. Yeah. I'm saying this in like the least smart way, but the sense of smell part of brain <laughs> close to memory. Science. Um, yeah. This Olfactory, is a scientific podcast. Yeah, exactly. This is factual Hypothesis. and real. Um, but yeah, it's so close to the memory portion of your brain that smell is one of the like strongest associated senses with memory. So you can like remember the smell of like your parents when you were young. Like, yeah, sort of it really will take you back. Yeah. Old Spice makes me, yeah. reminds me of my dad. And then my mom always wore the same perfume. It was by Theory Muggler. Moogler, I'm sorry if I said it wrong. I'm not fucking rich yet. And <laughs> it was called Alien. No, not Alien. Angel. Oh. Angel. That's my mom, yeah. My dad wears Quorum. Don't know where it's from. Nice. But yeah. Wait, spell it. Uh, Q-U-O-R-U-M. Yeah. I love fragrance. My dad wore something that had sport in it. I can't Polo sport. Mm-mm. No. So if you guys want to recreate <laughs> the sense of our parents. <laughs> you can use our code BOYS for what was that, what, what was that shit called that you bought? Dossier. <laughs> dossier. Dossier. Uh, update on dossier. It could last longer. Oh. And I know that they're doing their best, but it could absolutely last longer. So maybe that's the difference between yeah, real yeah. And but you have to. The it. bottle's really cheap, and you can't walk around with it. But you also have to walk around with it and just yeah. constantly reapply. So if you want to dunk on dossier, use Claude Boys Club. Write <laughs> <laughs> a scathing a, review. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and also get a fanny pack because you're going to be carrying the scent around <laughs> if you want anyone to smell it. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them the boys sent you. What's a boys club that you're not in but wanted to be, but didn't have to want to be in, not in? Well, you just, just added a lot of addendums to the question. <laughs> what if like, um, I didn't prepare for this part. <laughs> yeah, part A, B, and C. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying with boys clubs. We mm-hmm. we actually do want to be in all of them. So true. And it all it, this podcast is made from a place of jealousy. Right, right, right. And exclusion. Okay, yeah. I'm glad that I'm realizing that now while I'm already, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it's certainly a point of um, examination. About why we want to be in them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 There's a blissful 
a bliss to being in any boys club. There's a, a, um, a safety in a, a safety. There's safety. an implied power. Mm-hmm. Okay, which this is inherent is... in the boys club definition, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it we need to be careful. No, that's this is funny in the context of the boys club that I was going to say, which I, I had a hard time thinking of one that I wasn't in because I'm in so many. <laughs> um, that I was gonna reuse my one from boys club, the stand up show, uh, which is the dad side of the party. Yes, um, yeah. and that I actually do not want to be in that boys club at all. <laughs> they talk about well, yeah, they just talk about. I asked my dad one time what they talk about, and he said cars. Oh, it's brutal. I've been trying to write a joke about this. Sorry yeah. to talk shop on the pod, boys, but like, whenever I'm at a party now, that's like specifically like straight parties where there's like you walk in and like the women are on one side and the men are on the other, and I'm like, God, yeah. I don't want to go over there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about joke. boring stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, especially because like when it's men who don't know each other, it's the conversation feels crazy. Yeah, it's so superficial. Yeah, but also at the same time, we talked about this before, like, when I was on vacation with my dad and my family, we were on, like, this group tour, and there was another family there, and my dad and the dad of that tour, like, instantly started talking to each other, and I'm like, why do you guys feel such a bond? Yeah. You've never met. No, that's so, that is actually very true. I feel like the, my dad is really good at, if we're, we're a family of five, so there would always be, if we got into, like, a large Uber or mm-hmm. whatever, there would always be one person in the front and then the four in the back, and me, my dad would just naturally go to the front and spark up, like, a beautiful conversation with the driver yeah. where they would be talking about like their childhoods and past I'd be like you met this man literally three seconds ago yeah. there's like a but yeah but not on the dad side of the party <laughs> when they know each other there's nothing to talk about no then it's, yeah. then it's crazy yeah. yeah whenever I hear that straight men don't like other straight men I am like wait what you're <laughs> friends you're all friends you guys are related you're all pals yeah do you think that when a straight man sees another straight man he sees himself like, <laughs> like we're connected I don't know huh. I don't know if they feel a sense of community in the same way that we do maybe they do well when you see out. another queer man are you like we are one okay I think it depends on the setting don't you think it depends if on the setting if you're at a really straight wedding and you see one other queer you're like oh yeah okay yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, I yeah. recently went to a party where everyone was entire. okay brag I went to a party <laughs> <laughs> I'm different oh no <laughs> uh, and it was like Pretty much straight people. And there was this one gay guy. We locked eyes immediately. Gay guy, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Slur. <laughs> and I say that with so much love. We locked eyes immediately and we're like, thank... We, not a word was exchanged, but through our eyes, we were both like, thank God you're yeah. here. Like, this yeah. is going to be so much easier now. Yeah. And then we hung out the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, I do. Actually, at work, I have a client that said that she was queer. And I was like, you're queer? I had no idea. You said that like a slur. Like, <laughs> you're fucking queer. I was like, I assumed all these people were, yeah, not MAGA, but I was like, these are like, I assumed are they were. okay? You know, like, these work. are all Bush, Reagan, 84 girls. Right, yeah. And Who voted for Biden because they feel socially obligated. Yes, because they know they a gay be guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then to see an actual queer woman in the room, I was like, oh. Wow. I had no fucking idea. My, you were like, one maybe of my I'm students. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, literally. <laughs> Yesterday we went to Smorgasbord in the park. Oh my god! What? <laughs> when I was twenty, <laughs> I went to Smorgasbord in Williamsburg. Okay. And I was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and I ate. I went to Christie's first, and I ate like a wrap, and then oh. I went to Smorgasbord. I was blackout drunk, and I projectile vomited. And then I don't remember getting home. But then I was with a college program, <laughs> and they were like, Connor, you like got black, drunk, and projectile vomited. And I was like, no, I projectile vomited because I have anxiety. 
Maybe. <laughs> and then for the rest of the summer, this woman with this like little woman, Danielle, would come and check on me and be like, how is your anxiety? <laughs> and I'd be like, it's honestly, it's like getting a little better. So like, the moral of the story is that I always fought tooth and nail for myself, even when I was crazy. Repurposing. We went to Prospect Park. We went to Prospect Park. and It sounded like you had a much better time than we had, and we had a great time. So. We had a great <laughs> yeah, time. No, yeah. It's nice to know that it is around and better. Yeah. Otherwise. No, it was great. It was, it was in fantastic. Prospect Park. And uh, what, why I bring this up is because I told Maddie about it, and I was like, "Yeah, then me and Issa went and got ice cream sandwiches from a queer because there was a queer person working there." And Maddie was like, "You said that like you were mad about it." <laughs> I was like, Do "No, it's ramen relevant. burgers." I feel like the ramen burger was like a thing that everyone talked about. The ramen burgers that feels very like twenty nine. You're literally right. I'm so sorry. The way that, I didn't mean that Ron as a slight against no, you, but, but that is so true. It feels like there was an age of like food experimentation where we got the cronut, we got the ramen burger. Yeah, yes. there was like a lot of. Um, and those, I feel like those yeah, are very smorgasbord yeah. items. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did have no. They just had like um. They had bao that were like the size of burgers, yeah, which I think was a great so crossover. It was great. Wait, what was in the middle? Uh, like I think it's bulgogi beef. That sounds so good. I got dandan noodles. And was very satiated by them. Yeah. It was great. Very rarely do I go to a place like that feel like I spent an okay amount of money and didn't eat something that made me feel gross. Yeah. And I felt very great, and I didn't feel like I spent too much money. It was really And good. then, I can't believe I didn't bring this up for my boys club, we watched, probably for 45 minutes, we watched a straight <laughs> wedding get set up at the at the boathouse in Prospect Park. I yeah. looked it up to see what it costs to get married there, and now I forget. What's it cost? But I Googled oh, it. Oh, damn. I think it's manageable. It's like seven. I looked it up, too, because I was trying to see if we could figure out, like, you know how... We both looked up no, no, no. costs. <laughs> it wasn't because of that. It was because I was trying to figure out... Because you know how sometimes, like, rich people, like, post their engagement announcements in the New York Times? Yes. So, like, I was like, Sex that was the city. kind of the vibe I was getting from this wedding. I was mm. like, maybe they announced their wedding and we could figure out who these people are because I wanted to know what their names were. Wait, that's yeah. so smart. You reverse engineered, like, a beautiful plot line to find out who they were. Thank you. Yeah. And so I looked it up, couldn't find anything because I think the wedding announcement ages are maybe kind of, like, I don't think people do that as much anymore. Um, so I couldn't find it, but it came up, I think it's, like, seven grand to, like, book that venue, which, like, doesn't seem crazy for a wedding. Yeah, it feels... Within the range of what weddings are, right? Yeah, I feel like it's manageable. Like, it, I feel like people spend like tens of thousands of dollars on weddings, crazy amounts of yeah. money. But maybe we're maybe that's not true. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't actually know. don't know what a wedding venue is. Supposed Boys, to what cost. did your weddings cost? Yeah, right in. <laughs> Boys, if you're married, right in. I love that you know when there's like a crime happening and then there's like a cop and you're like hey what's going on over here what's up with this I feel like that's you at the wedding be like who are these people we were having mm. the best time just like talking about everybody that was out Weddings there taking pictures yeah. we had we had determined that their names were probably like so it was something like Caitlin and Jaitlin or like <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like br- like Bradley or like, we don't have any listeners named Caitlin no you know what I mean yeah no definitely not except for Caitlin Jenner maybe and if. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is not a fan of the pod. No, she's definitely not a fan of the pod. Enemy number one. She's Caitlyn the whistleblower. Jenner attacked on bro. The only person, only queer person attacked in the movie Bros. Which is hilarious. Yes. And Which I guess is so. allowed, yeah. Valid. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we were having the best time watching this wedding, and there was a turtle in the pond. It was a great day. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. Yeah. Wait, the sun was shining. Were the bridesmaids... Horrible dresses. Terrible dresses. And one girl looked like she was hunched and perhaps constipated. Yeah, we were like, she's walking in a way where she's like, I haven't shat she's in a week. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a, I can't, I haven't shit in so long. Wait, was she wearing a shawl? Everyone looks hunched in a shawl. No. no. She was in a, but that she is was a good in a, point. like a shoulder a strapless dress, shoulders out, hunched. 
But like hunched from her core, not hunched yeah. from her shoulders, hunched from her core. You're like, yeah. you are the one person that does need to go to a chiropractor. No, <laughs> she needs to take a laxative. <laughs> and I have 120 capsules of pure for men. That we get her we should have right slingshotted her some pure for men. <laughs> she needs. You know those videos of like chiropractors adjusting babies' backs and then the baby like shits itself? She needed that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know those oh, they're so fun. Exactly. That and the videos of um, when they throw babies in the water and then snap at them. <laughs> yeah. And the baby's like, <laughs> Yeah. And they're just like snapping. <laughs> and they're like, good to know you can survive if you're ever thrown in a bath or yeah. something. If yeah. I ever do that to you again, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I've seen one of those live where they like teach the baby to swim it's pretty hard to watch oh yeah the baby looks look like they're, they're in distress yeah. yeah can you swim me yeah. can you swim yeah i wouldn't die in a I'm not, i can't swim laps right and i can't swim to the bottom of the ocean oh but i, I would can absolutely tread water for hours so yeah. i've always had i've always had beef with the phrase i can't like yeah. people say, I'm a, no, when people, nah, no, I Michael Jordan, I I can't. No, no, no. <laughs> Just do it. I have a problem with the word try. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, welcome to the episode. <laughs> this Christ is about, yeah. This that. episode is uh, sponsored by Joe Rogan and Nike. Um, okay, so the I don't like the phrase like I'm a bad swimmer. Yeah. Because it's like okay, if you can stay afloat, you're swimming. I took swimming lessons as a child. I can still smell chlorine, and then we would go into the men's locker room and shower, and now I'm gay. Okay. And, <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, we're we did a shower. <laughs> Why do we need to shower? Go home. Go home. <laughs> we have a tub at home. We do have a tub And it's like, home. why did my dad need to shower? He wasn't in the swimming world. Oh, he just <laughs> came with you, and then <laughs> She's just using the facilities. Maybe, maybe so he's funny. gay. I don't know. That's that he was fully dry, which is like time to hit the showers. Yeah. <laughs> time to get my little my little, can, uh, shoe slipper, shower shoes on. Yes, get in those showers. I can still. Do you talk about sense memory in terms of feeling? I can still feel on my little feet. Do you know how they have like this like uncomfortable floor? Yes. In, like, the y- yes, and it's yes. like I don't even know what it's made out of, but it's like little holes, yep. and your like feet are so small that it's like it feels so significant everywhere <laughs> you step on. Yeah. So dads at the party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of... Dad's wearing polos yeah. at the party. Yeah. Dad's absolutely. talking about showering at the at the YMCA. <laughs> I think I saw you at the, I think I saw you at the YMCA hey. with your cock out. Hey, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> yeah. Always Jim. Oh, yeah, there's always, always a Jim. There's What's your dad's Jim. name? Tamir. Tamir. Shout out to Tamir. That's beautiful. He will never listen what to this. What if you said Jim? Are you <laughs> sure? Well, I'm not going to tell him about it, so I hope he does. Because I, I just doxed the way that he smells uh, on the pod. Yeah, true. So, no. I know. Yeah. Well, maybe he will. Maybe I'll ask him to. If you're hey, in the Bahamas no. and you smell this scent, yeah, turn around. That's Tamir. <laughs> yeah. He's a beautiful man. Where does your dad live? Well, okay. My dad is in the hotel industry, so he like moved oh, yeah, around yeah. a bunch. So my parents currently do live in the Bahamas. Yes. Working at a you hotel You grew there. up in Singapore. I did. Anytime someone says that, my mind races a million miles a minute, and I'm just like, fascinating. <laughs> fascinating existence. It turns out when you're a child in a place, you're, the predominant feeling is that you're a child, not that you're like in a cool place, you yes. know? Yes. Yeah. Which oh, is kind of... The universality. Universality. That's a word. Of being a child. <laughs> so yeah. true. Yeah. You're just like a dumb kid wherever you are. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, this is where I am. So yeah. This is where I am. So people will be like, what was it like? And we're like, honestly, I was like... 11 yeah <laughs> it's like it's the same whenever i like have the urge to ask the kids i've like stopped doing this because at first i was like this is so crazy they're growing up in new york city like the kids that i coach yeah and they're like yeah like what about it 
like we go to school yeah we come to soccer practice we have nannies like that's life <laughs> like you know they like we have they nannies. take they a don't long know any difference yeah <laughs> we have trust funds and nannies <laughs> take a long is. drag of a cigarette it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> you know it's the life i've seen death at a young age yeah yeah what more is it but my life yeah. <laughs> yeah so they're very like yeah like kids i mean like anyway it's like i don't know any different than growing up where i yeah. grew up yeah I mean, the Vegas to Singapore jump was like, I recognized that there was something different there, but mm-hmm. I also was like really concerned about what part I was going to get in the school play, yeah. <laughs> like, which feels so dumb now. You yeah, also but... weren't starting from like a quote, normal place in the US to go from <laughs> Las Vegas to, to Singapore. The city of sin. <laughs> <laughs> what part did you get in the school play? Um, Storyteller number four. Wait. Once no. on this island? Yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, wait. Okay. It was the only speaking part um, that I didn't have to sing. So it really tells you something about Once on this it. island is about a shipwreck? It's about a car crash. A car it's about crash. a car crash. Also, legacy of colonialism vibes, actually. Yes. It's about, like, the, like like indigenous population of an island and, and their relationship to the like white settlers, kind of. Yeah. And about, like, this kid, as far as I remember, so don't quote me on this, but it's about this like uh, some man like crashes his car Daniel and this Bonzo. girl yes and this little girl i think her name is t-moon uh-huh. um oh, takes care T-moon. yeah <laughs> takes and i i had the last line in it um right as spoiler alert if you're about to watch ones on this island do not At listen past local high school do not <laughs> listen a, there's a once, yeah, yeah if you're about episode. to watch ones on this island junior where there's no kissing and no sex <laughs> <laughs> um i think t-moon dies at the end and I had the last line Not where I was like, she definitely does. Is dying. Because when they say, oh, to move. Yeah. It's like she's <laughs> okay. going to I feel like Connor and I are on the same level. I was thinking about Bazal because I was the only no straight way. guy in the middle school play. Oh my God. You at were a beautiful. Time. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, at the time. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, I'm just cast as like the hot guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 The, the hot beach. Beach. So I was storytelling number four. Wow. That's beautiful. No, I all roles are important. Thank you for saying that. Daniel. Wow. Okay. You can say that when you got the lead. Um, I like love the music in that. I think about it occasionally. It is, yeah, it's beautiful. It is great music I, about the gods and like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, was this at a school in Singapore or school? Yeah. In, okay. Yeah, Singapore American School, baby. Okay, so was it mostly white children playing these parts? Absolutely. Okay. Wait, yeah. It's absolutely. We talk about well, Big Little Lies <laughs> now. Did you watch Big Little Lies? I did. Yeah. Remember how it's all about Avenue Q or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is giving like Big Little Lies the play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> This um, is uh, so unrelated. I just thought of a second boys club that I was not a part of. Hell yeah. Um, wow, I changed subjects so quickly, and I'm so sorry about that. Um, no. <laughs> I Okay, one time I went on this trip with a bunch of boys, um, and they kind of brought me into the fold very slightly. So maybe it was a boys club that I was a part of. But then they were like, okay, we're going to be vulnerable. When we have crushes on women, we like rank them out of ten. And I was like, that really happens? That is crazy. <laughs> that is so that crazy. is a boys club that I have never been a part of. I didn't realize people actually did that. Like rank them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never... Straight put... men are obsessed with graphs and lists. They and... love math. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. we made love measurable. Like <laughs> yeah. Data oriented. Yeah. And the example that they gave is like this one guy was like, I'm into blondes. Which, okay. Um, <laughs> and he's like, so if a girl is blonde, that's like a plus two for me. Whoa. And I was like, why am I here? So there's tally, a tally system based there's a tally on, the system. Plus on the quality. Yeah. Wait, that's, fa- that's like when someone makes a pro-con list about love. And it's like, but at the end of the day, 
But it's, what is it's your hard. Heart say? Yeah, it's, it's hard. Not hard. I saw something yeah. like a tweet or something that was like, if you've got a post out of pros cons list, it's over. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. And or you live so in a lower true. consciousness because some people do that. I think there are some people that. Okay, so one time I said, remember how like, oh, you're dating someone who doesn't have strong internal fire, because we all have crazy internal fire. Some people That's don't. True. Some people like kind of skate a lot. The guy, the dad side of the party, not all of them, but most of them. Jim, he's got like a low <laughs> internal fire happening. <laughs> And like for him, a pro you hear that, Jim? Enough, yeah. I yeah, I just mean that if it's like a relationship and you're weighing the pros and cons of a person, it's done. Probably done. Yeah. Probably done. Oh, who needed to hear that? Yeah. Sorry. If, if you you're at making home, a pro, pro and cons list right now, yeah. Put the pen down. Yeah. <laughs> put the pen down and pick up the phone and give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. The ranking system. Yeah. Yeah. It is crazy. Wait. I passed by some guys on the street outside of. Damien's apartment actually Whoa. who were saying something where they were like they were like dude if you get her a job she will give you a blowjob and I was like I oh cannot my God. believe men actually talk like that in the wild wow crazy out in the open earnest unreal earnest sentence not a bit not a character I'm speechless I wish I had commentary <laughs> I wish I had something insightful to say <laughs> I was just floored yeah. Hire women without asking for a blowjob is <laughs> an act of resistance and Jim that's how you can help yeah Jim Jim doing his part. Yeah. That is actually insane. Do gay yeah, men do crazy. that? No. Your silence was deafening. I, that was a long pause. Wait, someone asked Do not what, edit the pause. Someone was like, what kind... We do edit out breaths. If they're too long. No. Not that one, though. Not that one. Someone asked me, they're like, what kind of gay man are you? And I... You said the hot kind. It was like a hot beige. Which I thought was so... Because, like, the only type of gay... It's like, there's two, only two, really. There's a New Yorker gay... And then a circuit gay, and then a closeted gay, so three. And then every other person is like, I guess, like, I don't know what would fall into some other thing. Those that was not, three? Yeah, I was like, those are not the category yeah. names I would have. What's a circuit gay? Parties. Oh. Parties. I was thinking electricity. I was, <laughs> Wait, you know, AC or DC no, gays. I am part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am part of the problem. I have Billy not seen Eichner, bros, yeah. it just turned the podcast He off. is bursting through the door yes. right now <laughs> with a gun. With a gun and a microphone to do Billy on the street in Connor's apartment. Well, <laughs> Why do you see the movie? Well, Ryan Reynolds it... in tow. <laughs> Where the fuck do you get off? <laughs> I've heard that it's very good. It's really funny. Yeah. He liked it a lot. But the, the guy that he dates is probably a circuit gay. Mm. They meet at a circuit gay party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so like Fire Island is that kind of also? Mm. Okay. I yes. only exp- understand the queer experience through the lens of film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just through the lens of fire. Like, you <laughs> learn a lot about the queer experience through the lens of fire. So you're saying there's gays that party, there's gays that read, and there's gays that are in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not any of those. Wait, so Hot the gays that read are in New York? That's New They're the New York? Oh, New York. New Yorker. I thought you meant they're from New York. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. New York, LA, and everybody in the fuck in between. <laughs> I feel like there have to be more types, but I feel like those are like the big groups. See, there I must disagree. be more types. Wait, what are the other types? You were like, there have to be more types. Yeah, there are more. There's there a lot more, more types. types. Obviously, there's not. I, I even hesitate to group them because I feel like that's. But I feel like gay men also group themselves in terms of like their sexual preferences, like their oh. or sexual. Which we I was talking yeah. to my roommate recently. Shout out to LG, LG. <laughs> about how that is such a specifically like gay, predominantly like gay male thing to yeah. have like categories of people that you're interested. Well, I don't know. Is that Twinks, something pe- like straight people have? I don't think straight people do, and I don't think like in dyke spaces that exist so much either. Yeah, there's not like a cohesive term for right. everything. Like you can describe a person, it's but it's mostly not like, like bare. bottom verse. Yeah. Yeah, and like well with gay men, you got two jobs. 
and sex is important to both of them, then like that's not going to be a very functional relationship. Mm-hmm. If you've got so two true. bottoms and sex is important to both of them, it's not going to be a very functional relationship. If you've got two sides, baby, we are in business. <laughs> Give Connor together. a call. <laughs> if you've got two sides, please contact the pod. At... <laughs> Let me know. DM us all caps sides. Two so sides and house in Montauk, and I'm sold. <laughs> the third type of case. Yeah. Montauk. Right. Is Montauk. I don't know, but like in terms of social categories, I guess party, but there's also like, it seems like there's a lot of workout gays these days. Huh. Yes, I would put them with circuit, but maybe that's not, maybe that's... Okay, so there's body, there's mind, and there's closet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Wait, yes, absolutely. Yes, that's There's it. eat, there's pray, and there's love. <laughs> that, yeah, that, we could get big on that theory. Okay. Body, mind, closet. Those are the three types of gays. Oh, that's so funny. Earth, wind, fire. Fire. (laughs) Body, mind, closet. What are your... Yeah, I'm... I'm... See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. But also... Body... I feel like maybe there are people that are like... Mind, sun, body, rising, closet, moon. (laughs) Yes. That's... Yeah. That's... I'm probably valid. And if you're an astrology gay, you're mine. Yeah, you're mine. Yeah. Yeah. And boys at home, if you feel you don't fit into any of these, don't take anything we have to say for real. Because Actually, if you don't feel like you don't theory. fit into any of these, uh, sorry, I hate to break it to you, you are not queer. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you're straight. So. Yeah. <laughs> Stop you kidding yourself. Because everyone probably does fit into one of those. Well, I feel like it, you know how they have those like spectrums from, the, oh man, I can't remember what it was right now, and so this is going to be a Kinsey? useless comment. <laughs> yeah, you know how they have the Kinsey scale? <laughs> that there's like those spectrums that, that they use like two descriptors that have like absolutely nothing to do with each other, but you can place people on that, like, on it'll be like from rock to to like loud, and they'll be able to place people on that spectrum where you're like, that person is so rock, or like that person is so, like Bill de Blasio, loud. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it just doesn't. Yeah. I really did not come prepared with examples. Are you a rock or a loud? I, um, I would... I think I'm loud. Again, but I made this up. you steady in the sense that of a rock. And that means a lot to me that you would say that, Connor? I appreciate it. Yeah, I think you're sturdy like a rock, too. Maybe I don't know myself in the way that I thought I did. <laughs> I think you guys would be rocks on that spectrum. Thanks. On that spectrum that I truly made up. Can people that aren't loud have a podcast? <laughs> Yeah, you could have a two rock podcast. I feel like that'd be very centering. It's called ASMR. <laughs> From like Harry Potter to green tea. Yeah, exactly. And people will like be all over TikTok being like, I know exactly where to place Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> people love to say shit like that. It's like you don't know her. Yeah. I think we'd love to be in boxes that make us understand ourselves better. Oh, I've okay. This is also a huge personality trait of mine is I fucking love the like category young adult films like Divergent, Mm. um, Harry Potter, like anywhere anywhere where you like are put into a category that is the best. Oh, when you can do like a quiz about what you are. Yeah, yeah. What are you? Gryffindor, absolutely, 100%. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Because I used to get read as a Hufflepuff a lot, and that made me resentful. Those people were trying no. to diminish your Thank you. Thank you. Didn't see your star quality. Thank you so much. I used to have a joke where I said I have a secure attachment style, and I said not because I'm like emotionally stable in relationships, but because I know how to manipulate an internet quiz to get the results I want. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm, also a, I'm also a Gryffindor. And a, <laughs> you are a Gryffindor. And well, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know what I am? Mm, Slytherin. Yeah. 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 I feel like the people I'll who are Slytherin. <laughs> I feel like people who are Slytherin really own that. Like yeah. I don't know a group that loves being Slytherin the way that like like people who are Slytherin are so happy about yeah. it. Yeah, that's the only result that I could have gotten where I was like, 
Oh my god, I'm complicated as fuck. <laughs> You're a wow. Slytherin because you convinced people that you threw up at Smorgasbord because you were anxious. You were anxious. <laughs> I always showed up for myself. <laughs> when I was really drunk, I showed yeah. up for myself. Yeah. Whereas the Hufflepuff in me would uh, convince people that I threw up because I ate mango too fast. <laughs> and that is what happened. <laughs> Wait, what's your Myers Briggs? I don't actually remember. No one knows anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I have a, I'm I have sorry. a 50 question quiz for you. <laughs> Connor will send you a quiz after the podcast. Connor has we can't release <laughs> your episode until we know your Myers Briggs. No, I'm ENFJ. You're ENFJ. I'm ENFJ. Okay. What's the J versus the P? Organized. Are you organized? You seem like you would you're be. You're organized. I think I'm, I'm organized out of anxiety, but when I'm alone and by myself, I am not organized. That was a terrible answer. I My room is messy, um, and if I have a lot going on, I can handle it, but if I don't have anything going on, I do nothing. <laughs> Freddie's like, my room is messy, but my date nights are scheduled. <laughs> Your priorities. Yeah, I, I guess. There is this moment with a messy room where everything is fine, and then something yeah. else in your life will go wrong, and you'll be like, how do I live in this messy room? <laughs> no, totally. Yes. It's like, your room can be a mess around. until your life is a mess, and you're like, it starts in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> clean this up and the room is life up. That's yeah. why yeah. I mounted a TV to the wall. It just made everything make sense to me. Wow. Was like, this feels centered. This feels okay. Yeah. It does feel like... When you have, like, a big piece of furniture or something in your room, you're like, I live here now. Yeah. yeah. This is not a transient space that could get packed up in a minute. I got so a task rabbit came through and, and made this mine. Yeah. And now wow. it's my home. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We love like the, the gig economy. Yeah. The way a stork brings a baby. <laughs> yeah. A stork and the baby is part of the gig economy. <laughs> yeah. Um, looking for a task rabbit stork to bring a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have kids? <laughs> That's a new added question to boys club. I'm gonna be you want to expand your own boys club by having kids. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I forgot that I the stork thing was related to kids. I thought that question came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. Well, I think I used to be like, absolutely, without considering it. And then I considered it and was like, yeah, I think so. So now it feels like a more active choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I was <laughs> not to out myself as someone who has read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Wait, I've been thinking about her this entire podcast. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I listened to it as an audiobook, which is kind Did of even read? worse. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, probably yeah. how it was. That's how it's meant to be consumed. Like is, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she talks about how like. One of the best things, like she had this feeling that, you know, if you become a mother, that has to be like all that you like dedicate your time to. Um, But that over the course of like being a mom, she realizes that the best way you can model like a good life for your children and give them the permission to like do whatever they want with their life is to do whatever you want with your life. So like saying that I'm going to, you know, drop everything to be a mom and like have that be my number one priority isn't always the most um, like affirming thing for your kids because they assume then that if they want to do that, they have to do the same. Right. Like if they want to be a parent, they have to drop everything. Right. Whereas like if you as a parent show your kid that you can, you know, have a family and also like have a life outside of it and like have friends and a career and like mm-hmm. do things that you enjoy, yeah. that is like permission for your kids to live the life that they want to. To be gay. Exactly, yeah. to be gay. When you're a mom who works, you're actually telling your kids It's okay be to be gay. Yeah. 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 And it's not just one of you. All three of you boys can be gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no child left behind. <laughs> this is what Bush wanted. Yeah, <laughs> buy one, get two free. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, Different breeds of gay. I would say, okay, I'm going to say it. Body, mind. All mind. Closet. Yeah. All oh. mind. Yeah, I've decided to be mind. Yeah. But, okay, no, Connor, your body, too. Okay, whatever. Oh, Connor. Mostly mind. <laughs> New Yorker tote. I don't know if you can be body until you take that piece of paper out of your water bottle. (laughs) 
Uh, the okay. telling gay people how to live. <laughs> I cannot express enough that there is fully a laminated piece of paper inside. No, the instruction bottle. manual to the water bottle is floating. The one that you're supposed to take out when you get the water bottle because it is huge. <laughs> Wait, I think a boys club is the people that every time you get a new item, they're like, you have to clean it before you use it. That's a that's not a boys club. No, that is a women's club. Practice. I think sometimes when you're in the boys club, you can't see from the outside. You can't see that you're in it, <laughs> and that makes it the biggest boys club of, of all. Nice. Like when I okay. get sheets from Target, no, I'm not going to take them to the laundromat. They Shoes? were from Target. Sheets. Okay. I wash sheets before I just because they smell weird. If you yeah, and wash, you, you never know so people clean. touch them and yeah. stuff. Ooh. Oh, and like if I get something from a thrift shop, oh, I absolutely, absolutely wash, wash that, that yeah. first. Although one time I tried something, I. I put something on one time, uh, and then I got a rash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought that rash was leukemia for a little bit. And I, <laughs> Wait, you're, you're anxious too. I am anxious, and I am famously a hypochondriac. I saw this rash, and I was like, <gasps> leukemia. I got leukemia from the thrift store. <laughs> the thrift store gave me leukemia. And I panicked so hard that I called my mom. And like, I love my mother. Shout out to Randy. Randy and Tamir, big shout out. Um, yeah. um, and she was like, you do not have a, have leukemia, you have a rash. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I thought so you funny. got leukemia from cloth. No, like, I'm not that dumb. But I did think, because there was like this rash that bears resemblance to this uh, rash that shows up as a symptom of leukemia. That sounds like one of those like... Um, satirized versions of like the like Bushwick like Instagram story that's like... Uh, like seeking help, just got a rash. Uh, I mean, just got leukemia from a beacon's closet. Need, <laughs> <laughs> please donate now. Share, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, not to not to minimize the debilitating effects of leukemia. But <laughs> <laughs> to Google the debilitating effects of leukemia. <laughs> yeah, spread awareness. I'm so sorry for everything I've just said. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wash things before I wear them. Yeah. Or yeah, bed sheets or. I think that's yeah. pretty standard. Practice. I think that's like a good club, not necessarily a boys club or a girls club or some a boys clubs are club. good. People with confidence. That's fair. That is a boys club. That mm. is such a boys club. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. our next question for you is: What is a boys club you are a part of? Oh, I was so excited to answer this question. Um, it's not one that I'm currently a part of, but one that I was a part of was the all boys soccer team at the Milton I. Schwartz Hebrew <laughs> Academy <laughs> in fourth grade um, in yeah. Vegas. In Las Vegas, Nevada, um, we played on turf, and one time I chest bumped a ball so hard that everyone in the crowd gasped because they forgot <laughs> that I actually had not grown boobs yet, so it was fine. Did it make like a thud sound? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My grandma it afterwards echoed in your rib cage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I had that young kind of like twink. No, <laughs> I was. Did you wear shin guards. Not... Absolutely, I have to guards. feel. When you the, take them off yes. and it's sweaty, oh my god! <laughs> that's so like gross. a very and you had like long, cute socks over oh, it. Yeah. That's like a very distinct feeling. Long, oh, cute yes, socks, yes, yes, yes. long, cute socks. Blue for var- blue for JV, gold for varsity. Okay, we didn't have that, but that sounds like a like a real identifying system, and that they really wanted to separate. Yeah, can you, I played soccer in middle school. Can you say again the name of the school? Oh, should I get closer to the mic? Shout. The Milton I. Schwartz Hebrew Academy. Did that? 
that perfect it picked up perfectly actually oh, i guess that's how you're supposed to do it your yeah voice goes down mike goes close yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mail episode 28 connor's yeah. learning the ins and outs of the podcast <laughs> it'll feel good for a second but when you're editing it you'll regret it you'll be like why did i shout <laughs> into the mic um, when i edit the pod yeah so how was that so so first why were you on the all boys team at the time was there no was there no other teams? No, that's a great that's a great question. Um, so it was a very small school, and I um, was very into sports, had a lot of male friends, and there wasn't a girls' team. Mm. It was just a team that, like, the boys from the, once again, Milton I. Schwartz Hebrew Academy um, got together and were like, we're going to make a team. Ah. And our oh. friend's brother, Danny, is going to coach it. <laughs> And uh, it was, How old me. was Danny. Danny was probably nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, it was super fun. I think there was okay. There was one other girl, and her name is Talia, and I don't know where she is now, but I hope she's doing well. Talia, if you're listening, write into the pod. Yeah, <laughs> Talia, let's reconnect. <laughs> Did you feel discriminated against on that team? <laughs> how? Yeah, but how was that experience for you? It was good. I mean, fourth grade. I think you guys have, maybe someone has, I think Sabrina talked about this on the pod previously, so shout out to Sabrina. Shout out Sabrina. And shout out to me for being a long-time listener of the pod. Yeah, shout out to Freddie for being one of the boys. For being able to quote exact things. <laughs> I think Sabrina was saying that, like, you're kind of in the boys club until you hit puberty, mm-hmm. and then something mm-hmm. shifts, and yeah. you're out of it, and you're like, wait, why? Yeah. Um, so it was, like, pre, it was during that period where I was, like, still in the boys club. It was, like, fourth grade. I was probably nine or ten. Um, and we hung out a lot. Me, Jake, Jake, Jacob, and Jacob. <laughs> no. <laughs> Once again, the Milton I. Schwartz Hebrew Academy. <laughs> um, were, oh, that's position? great. I was a defender. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, like, shoulder. Yeah, I was holding down the fort. Is it? It's hip. Well, I like defender. <laughs> I like def- isn't he defense? Yeah. I like that Connor's play. like the most important part of playing soccer is your arms and shoulders. The part you're actually the only part you're not allowed to use. Yeah. Because for defense, they would just say, "When in doubt, kick it out." Do you say that to people? Yes. When in doubt, kick Wait, it sorry. out. Yeah, yes, you can like uh, yeah yeah. And I touched the ball one time with my foot, and I kicked it out. And good that for, good, good job. for you. And that was it. Good yeah. for you. If you don't know what to do, just kick it away. I guess that's like, is it a momentum thing? Why do they say that? I think it's like, hey, if you're not gonna, if you're not competent enough to pass it to a real person that's on your team, <laughs> and if you're not competent enough to kick it any sort of distance away from the goal, just, just get it out of there. It's like the safest thing you can do because it's not gonna lead to a goal immediately. You can like kick it out of bounds and reset. It's like a band aid for a problem. Yeah, it yeah. is for a it, bullet it's wound. Exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, it's a band aid for a bullet wound. <laughs> you're bleeding out, but you're like, yeah, but you just kick it out of bounds for a second. Yeah, I love soccer. It is fun. It's a great sport. Yes. Yeah, Nico, have you ever played soccer? I'm really trying to get into it. I think you would like it. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. I also remember my coaches. We had, they were both named Joe. Mm -hmm. Harry Joe and Clean Shaven Joe. Okay. And Harry Joe. Those classic kids descriptors. That's They were like college students, Harry Joe and Clean Joe. Clean Joe was hot and Harry Joe wasn't. And (laughs) Harry Joe one time, he said, someone was like, you're a drama king. And he said, more like a drama queen. And I was like... (gasps) Oh my god! He said that to you? Yeah. Harry Joe! Harry Joe, and now he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> wow. But yeah, but also maybe he was right. That's not nice. You can't say that to a kid. Yeah. It really, well, this is like, this was, as you know, whatever, a different year. George I Bush know, was in you office. You cannot bully children Reagan regardless. You really can't. Yeah, that is really. Have you ever had the urge to bully a child? No, there are a couple who really get on my nerves, and I will say some stuff to them sometimes where I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Like, 
one time one of the kids walked up and I was coaching the team before them and they walked up and they were like Nico where are we practicing and I said the same place we always practice because like the fields are divided into like the six minute like fields that we occupy and I'm like the same field we always practice on they're like which one is that and I'm like you're just gonna have to remember <laughs> brutal That's, but it's like you're not they need that remember. they need yeah. people to hold them to high expectations because what would fair. it say about your belief in their ability to rise up if you set low expectations exactly and that's fair and that being said you're a beautiful person a beautiful man that would have made me cry <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> cried no they actually they're like okay and they just like, figured it out like, and they like turn around all their friends are standing over there like yeah. it's so easy to find them like half the team's here is already there just look yeah. for them the other coach is standing over there oh like, yeah I was a big I was a big if someone said something in a curt tone to me oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so with you. I yeah. was the most sensitive kid. I Absolutely. like could not stand if anybody was even remotely upset with me. I yeah. would break down. <laughs> so, but did you shine on your all boys soccer team? Um, I, I think I was good enough that people were like, wow, and she's a girl, um, which gave me a complex, yeah. um, because from then on, I was like a huge pick me where I was like, I'm different. I was on the boys soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, not like the other ones. I like sports. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah. I also think another boys club being extremely over competitive. I was such a competitive kid. And yeah. even now in board games, I get very, very competitive. Yeah. I've lost some of my competitive edge. Well, it is an edge. I've repurposed it, mm-hmm. I think, in a way that feels healthier because I was so competitive for so long and then had to be for in college. And then I was like, this is unsustainable. I have to, like, I can't live like this. <laughs> um, okay, our last question for you, Freddie. Yes. What is the boys club you would like to see in the world? Yeah, I would love to see more men in government positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're due for a male president. They're not. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I want my municipal government to be male. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, this is, again, to bring up my freaking dad. <laughs> I was visiting home last week for Rosh Hashanah, shout out to the Jews. Um, and my mom was like, no, my dad came out to me and he was like, my, your, I was going to say, my wife told me, no, he was like, your mother told me that I need to give you more hugs. And I was like, that is actually beautiful. <laughs> and he started giving me more hugs really and it was sweet. fantastic. And I loved it. Uh, and I think a boys club that we could use more of is uh, guys who just give hugs, give yeah. hugs to their kids and their friends. Like, I think I got to college and it was the first time that my friends would like hug each other. Hello. Yeah. Um, and that is a beautiful thing. I think we Wait, should. Yeah. That's fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we give a lot of hugs. Yeah. But, like, I agree. I think that's something that comes, like, later in life. Because yeah. when you're a kid, you're so awkward. You're like, I don't want to touch my friends. Exactly. I was yeah. actually just thinking of this the other day. I'm like, what age will it be? You know what? I don't know if you guys experienced this, but, like, when my parents would have, like, family friends over, or their friends would come over, hug and a smooch. Yeah. Like, a little, like, a friendly kiss. And I was yeah. like, at what age does that happen? When are you 45. so secure? Yeah. Then you just like kiss <laughs> your friends. When you're in like a book club. Are you in a book club? No. I think once you're in a book club. I mean, I guess I have kissed my friends. That's gay though. Yeah, you've kissed your friends probably in a, not to say that I know, but in a way that's probably like on the mouth maybe. Yeah, but like in like a cute like gay way that's like, yeah. you know, like I've kissed Michael Aber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way that's like, we're just friends. Obviously. But like the kiss on the cheek kind of thing. Is yeah. Really nice. That's really sweet. I will say one time I saw a friend for the first time in a long time and she hugged me and gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I like, I was like, uh, I got flustered. I was like, that is a beautiful thing. It's really Thank sweet. You. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm too awkward for that. The last time someone kissed me on the cheek, I just remember they like went in for it and I showed them my cheek. I was like, <laughs> I think oh, we need to do that. Cheek. Oh, do it. Yeah, no, um, we need to normalize. We kissed this. on stage at Boys Club. Um, yeah, for, for a spectacle. Pride. 
Respectable. Respectable. Yeah, that was actually like for the male gaze yeah. in a real way. Uh, the most important one. Yeah. Um, you can't see it, but they actually just got up and they kissed. It's really beautiful. Right now. They're kissing as we speak. That's not what it sounds like. <laughs> exactly. That is I also am so curious about the conversation. Like yeah. what were they talking about? Well, I think my mom was like driving him to work one day. And I think they were excited that I was there. (laughs) He literally takes a little scooter. I bet. But sometimes they drive. Um, Because we live really close to the hotel. But um, he, I think she was just like, you should give Freddie more hugs. And he was like, okay. And then he told me that she said that. What (laughs) about your other siblings? Um, Are they deficient in hugs? They might be. I don't know. I think we all kind of... Well, like, my parents did give us hugs when we were children. Um, But I do think we've all gotten to college and beyond and realized... Well, at least me and my sister Jordan have realized that we really, like, fucking love physical touch. Mm -hmm. And somehow did not realize that until that moment. Which makes me think maybe we didn't get, like, a lot of... We must have gotten hugs. But I guess from friends. Yeah. It's also kind of nice that he told you. Because he's like, this is a change that's happening, and here's why. Yeah. Because if my dad just started getting sentimental or calling me, I'd be like, are you dying? dying? Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, you're going down. Yeah. yeah. True. And I'd be upset it was about it. It also felt like he was trying to give my mom credit. Because I was like, oh, this is nice. You're like, giving me more hugs. And it felt like he was like, yeah, your mom yeah. told me that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Giving women their platform and their exactly. voice. Yeah, yes. And their credit yes, when yes, it's yes. due. It's also nice that he, um, like, I feel like sometimes dads, or like, yeah, whatever, like, when their yeah. wives tell them things. But, like, it's nice that he was like, that is something I'm not doing enough, and you're right, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, like, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. it. Yeah. 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 Two years of gym. Love oh, that guy. What a good guy. Yeah. Did you get a lot of hugs growing up? Wait, I was just thinking about that. I actually don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, do you feel like you, your dad gives you hugs? Yeah, do you guys no, have- not enough. <laughs> not as many as I want. Aww. Take I the car, want- drive it here right now, and hug your <laughs> son. And then hang, fix the shelf. He said he felt really bad about that. Fix the shelf that you hung bad. But um, no, Mr. But, Janda, don't feel bad. It's okay. Yeah, I as I said to him, closet doors. Who said they have to open all the way? <laughs> yeah, we came out, baby. They can stay closed. It's actually a beautiful <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. The closet door, it can open. You can't go back. Can't There's go no back. going back. I interpreted that as the opposite, where you're like, does a closet door really need to open? Being like, just don't tell people you're <laughs> Do, <I still laughs> Do you really don't. need to open the third category? Speaking of, of George yeah. Bush, <laughs> but. When you said that you realized late in life that you would like love physical touch, yeah. I also realized late in life yeah, that I love physical touch. That really all of a sudden it was like someone hugged me from behind and I was like, What? <laughs> what is yeah, this? like I'm yeah. cagey. Yeah. But I think the caginess is from being like, Yeah, I'm gay, but I'm not I grew up in a time yeah. where I feel like everyone was yeah. like, Oh, this gay person wants to hug me. Yeah. And it's like, No, I don't want to hug anybody. Yeah. I'm in my lane. That's so true. So it was yeah. very like to myself Mm. although I did I told my so we all took five like the five love language test thing with my roommates in the house that I was in in Boston and um, I was the only one that got that my love language is physical touch and then everyone started touching me weird like (laughs) (laughs) they would start like like patting me on the head my roommate LG keeps putting her foot in my pocket and, and every time she does every time she does it, she goes, "I know you love physical touch," <laughs> and that feels like taking something that I love and using it against me. Yeah, Did you change behavior towards people. them based on their love languages? Um, yeah. You were like words of affirmation. Hey, you're a nice proud person. Of you. Yeah, you're nice. <laughs> I have started telling my friends that I'm proud of them because I don't think people say that enough. Proud well, this is, yeah. Proud Wait, of I'm proud of you. Proud of you. Thanks, guys. Proud of you too. Wait, what are your love languages? I actually think physical touch is my biggest one, romantically. Yeah. Um, 
words of affirmation, but I don't know if, I think that's actually a result of anxiety. So I don't know mm. if that can be a love language. <laughs> Acts of service just shock me. If yeah. you do something for me, I'll be like shocked. I always feel like I have to repay them one for one. <laughs> that's why I feel like gifts. Don't give me a gift. I don't want it. It I stresses want me it. out. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. don't want it. I'm doing, I'll like, like, what do I owe you? Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I, I want it. I don't want to owe people anything in this yeah. world. No, that's so but true. I think love language, the biggest one would be physical touch. I What's think yours? mine are words of affirmation and quality time. And I'm happy for you. That's And I'm proud of you. Thank that's you. amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad we set this time together. Yeah, I think those are mine. And I think that goes for friendships and romantic. Yeah. I like physical touch as well for romantic relationships. Not, I mean, I like it for... I don't like when people I don't know that well touch me. Mm, yeah. Or get really close to me. That yeah. yeah. I think yeah, a lot yeah. of people probably feel that way. I don't think that's unique, but... Um, I do like when like friends hug me and stuff like that. I think that's really yeah. Sweet. And like yeah. especially like with like somebody like Jesse who I'm really tight with, uh, or either of you. Uh, like I like to like be like, I love you. I'm so happy we're hanging out right now. Yeah, like, you're yeah. a good hugger. Thanks. You got like a good solid. I hug. like to give a good hug. Yeah. Boys, kids, whistleblower. You're valid. <laughs> <laughs> hug your mom. Hug your dad. Yeah. Hug your dad. Unless she's at work. And unless you don't want to. That's also fine. <laughs> Um, Freddie, would you like to plug your socials before we wrap up? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, my Twitter is uh, Freddie underscore Chanel. Um, I, I made a meme about mandarin oranges <laughs> two days ago. Freddie has a great Twitter. You can definitely follow them on Twitter. <laughs> you may know me from my work on mandarin oranges. <laughs> or and... Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah, how do we not talk about Romeo and I Juliet know. this whole time? Oh, you'll have to go to Twitter to see the discourse. That was a huge mistake. Awesome. Are we get out of here in a smooch? Thanks for having me. This is One, so fun. You are a true human joy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cry. <laughs> One, two, three. Hey boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.